Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Big Gibbon Show. My name is Dara Gibbs. I am the CEO of DG Academy and I'm also the podcast host for The Big Gibbon Show. For anybody new here, you're very welcome. And just so you're aware, I'm going to be doing this for another four years and I'm going to be close to 250 episodes. And what my mission is with this podcast is to inspire people to help them think differently about themselves, more importantly themselves. And it's also a way of me to improve my personal development as a hobby. And what my overall goal in life is to impact and change the health of over 1 million people. So if you want some help, get in touch. If you know somebody, send them my way. And if not, just enjoy the episode. So, three more fat loss tips. I've done a few episodes on this, folks, as we're like many, many people across the world more so the western world are extremely overweight and obese with very very poor lifestyles and as a result of that people have extremely bad health and people struggle with fat loss in general and i will continue speaking about it because unfortunately within the fitness industry and many many coaches out there they try fads or promote fads etc and people are just overwhelmed with the amount of information and when you don't know what information is right, you would try anything that you feel that will work for you. So my philosophy with pretty much everything in life is a thing called the KISS principle. That stands for keep it simple, sexy. And the simpler something is, the means there's less chance of you making a mistake. There's less chance of you fucking up. There's less chance of you falling off the wagon. The simpler something is, the easier it is for you to understand. That means you will stick to it better and you're not going to get overwhelmed. And that's my style and that's why I've helped hundreds of people over the last five years to get into incredible shape. So I, with these three tips, guys, I'm actually going to go into a little bit of common sense, some strategies I use, but also the science as well. So tip number one that you need to begin working on is improving your sleep. So if you have poor sleep, so your quality of sleep is poor and the length of time you the length of time that you're sleeping is also poor, you're going to, you're setting yourself up for a very very difficult time. So, I have some data here in front of me. So, we have a, a hormone called um ghrelin and this is often referred to as a hunger hormone because it increases appetite. And we have another one called leptin. This is known as the satiety hormone, basically means you're full. So that's giving you a signal of fullness. So sleep deprivation has been shown to lead to increased ghrelin levels. So that means you're gonna feel hungrier and decrease leptin levels. So that means that you're not gonna feel as full from eating food. So if you're somebody who's consistently getting poor night's sleep, your energy levels are gonna be low. You're gonna be naturally consuming more calories as a result of that and you're going to have cravings for sugary and fatty foods. So as a result of that, due to you consuming too many fatty foods and too many sugary foods, you're going to be in a calorie surplus. And as a result of you being in a calorie surplus, you're going to end up pushing on some weight. So I will obviously have to talk to you individually to give you a good health check and just figure out where you're at, right? But without even talking to you, without even talking to anybody, if you improve your sleep, your sleep quality, so you get better quality REM sleep, which is for like your brain recovery, your mental recovery, and deep sleep, which is your physical recovery. If the two of those are good, 
So your quality of sleep is good and the amount of time you're asleep is also good. You're going to be setting yourself up for a way better life. I really mean that. The amount of, the amount, like, the amount of people I work with who've come to me and one of the first things I kind of question them on is their sleep. And they, they didn't realize how poor it was until I helped them improve it. So if you can work on your sleep, you're going to put yourself at a huge advantage of losing weight. Number two is, so tip number two, guys, is protein before calories. So when it comes to you losing weight, and like there's no magic pill, right? I know there is one technically out at the minute, but it's very unhealthy. Now, in saying that, if you're morbidly obese, I do think it's a good idea. But for the majority of people, you need to be looking at, right, calories first, to ensure that you're losing weight. So it's not like, hey, I need to be just making sure that I'm eating X amount of vegetables and X amount of fruit and X amount of meat and X amount of bread or carbohydrates or whatever. If you're eating really, really healthy, but you're still over-consuming calories, you're still not going to lose weight, right? Now, that's not me saying don't eat good quality, good quality food. It's super important. But what I find from talking to people is they struggle with eating enough protein throughout the day. Like most people I talk to, they eat probably half the amount of protein they're supposed to eat. And they're confused then as to how do I get more protein into my diet? So what I do for a lot of my clients, and just I just recommend this to people in general, if you're somebody who's able to hit your calorie goal, no problem, and it's not that big of a deal for you, but you struggle with hitting your protein goal, so let's say you weigh 100 pounds and your protein goal is 100 grams, right? Just for sake of argument, okay? I would recommend you planning your meals out in advance and then make sure that you are hitting your protein goal within those meals. For example, your goal is 100 grams, right? If you're unsure how many grams of protein you need to be eating, multiply your weight by one, all right? Simple as that. If you're a woman, you can go a little bit less than that. And if you're miles off, even just improving it, doubling it, or tripling it, is a bigger, uh, like, it's going to help you out massively. But if your goal is 100 grams, for example, what I would do is, if you have four meals per day, I would have 25 grams of protein in each meal. Now, you can do, like, you can go 50, you know, 20 20, 10 if you want that, even though that might be a bit awkward. But plan your protein out in advance. Then you go, right, I have 100 grams or 200 grams of protein, whatever your protein goal is. Now I'm going to plan my meals, like whatever vegetables, carbohydrates, sauces, drinks, whatever you're going to have around that. And then that will help you hit your protein goal and also your calorie goal if you're somebody who struggles hitting your protein goal. Most people do. Try it out. It will help you out massively. It's, a, it, like, it's, a, it's awesome. It's awesome how it works. And when you do have a high-protein diet, you're going to feel fuller. It's just good for your health. And when you feel fuller, and protein takes longer for your body to digest as well, hence why you feel fuller. So if you're eating a high-protein diet, you're going to be, be feeling well um, satisfied with your food. So we have, like I was saying there, leptin is known as the satiety hormone. So if you're eating good quality protein and lots of protein, you're going to be feeling full. So that means you're not going to get those cravings or crashes throughout the day. And the last one, okay, guys, I, in recent times, from personal experience, if you don't, if, you, if you're new to the podcast, I'll give you a quick rundown. My partner, Gemma, was diagnosed with brain cancer um, almost a year ago now. And as you can tell, that was a very stressful experience um, within, my, within my life um for a very 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 long time like six months of just hardcore stress levels and just life was bananas right thankfully it's quieting down the last while i'm grateful for that but because i 
had such high levels of stress i was i really looked into how to lower it and i realized a lot of people that i work with have high levels of stress so um it kind of realizing then okay from my experience i'm going to educate myself on how to improve stress and actual how having high levels like chronic stress can impact impact your health now there's lots of different like high levels of stress that means you have high cortisol and cortisol is like the stress hormone but if you have too like if, if it's way too elevated um, and ongoing stress it will have implications on your fat loss and overall health now i'm just going to talk about fat loss here i will do another podcast ep- episode maybe in a month or two on stress itself but basically if you like chronic stress and high cor- cortisol levels um, can negatively impact your metabolism and insulin levels so insulin is a hormone that regulates your blood sugar levels and helps store nutrients including fat right and insulin resistance which can result from chronic stress can make it more difficult for the body properly to manage blood sugar and process nutrients efficiently potentially leading to weight gain and hindered fat loss efforts but my so that's kind of like i'm reading the research on this by the way right in front of me but if your if your blood sugar levels and your insulin spiked up right you're going to get a spike of energy and or you're going to need to eat sugary food in your head so this is when you get cravings so you might wake up in the morning and have a bowl of cereal terrible by the way if you have a cereal for your breakfast grow up you're not a child and have a good quality breakfast for yourself but if you're having like something that's full of sugar you're going to get a rush of energy and it's going to come crashing back down but if you're somebody who constantly has chronic stress and you're stressed out all the time you're just going to be on the go all the time nitpicking at food not eating proper meals and then you're just going to consume so many calories as a result of that so besides besides it being extremely unhealthy for your health and not it's not good to have chronic stress like that at all it's going to have a massive impact on your weight loss as well because you're going to be over consuming calories your blood sugar levels are going to be all up too high you're going to get crashes so then when it does come down you get crashes you're going to start eating like sugary foods like like i was mentioning before so by lowering your stress levels working on like being mindful breath work meditation getting good quality sleep they cut the treaties well the first two sleep and stress obviously um are similar to one another but if you have so just to go over three of them again to recap how the two the three of them work so sleep improving your sleep quality deep sleep REM sleep and the amount of sleep you get as well stop saying oh I'm okay in six hours of sleep you're not wise up you don't know what you don't know so if you're like hey I'm okay in six hours of sleep but then you start getting seven, half, eight hours sleep and you're way more productive, you have way more energy, you recover much better, you're going to have way better mental health. Work on it, trust me. Second one then is protein before calories. Plan out your protein, then your calories around it. That's if you struggle to consume enough protein. And the last one then, how stress can impact, or how chronic stress can impact your weight loss as you're going to have high levels of cortisol that's going to affect insulin it's going to affect your metabolism it's going to have a huge impact so making sure that you're lowering your stress levels how i lowered my stress levels is good sleep for one exercise of course two and three going out for a walk four is practicing mindfulness so go out and do some ground i go out and do grounding every day if you don't do grounding it's basically walking out on your grass and your bare feet it's very good for information. It's very good for relaxing you. Do it. It's not one of these weird things that are like, oh my God, you put your feet in bare ground. We've been doing, like before, like the last 100 years, it was just a done thing. And breath work slash meditation. For me, I tried meditation for years, did not like it, um, but I still just powered through. 
But what I found better was um, breath work. So like, for like five, ten minutes. You could do different rounds of it. But Google it, not Google it, YouTube it if you're looking to add a habit or a system into your life to reduce your stress levels. But they would be the main ones for myself, folks. But folks, three more fat loss tips. Episode 42. Recap once again. Work on your sleep. If you have bad sleep, you're putting yourself at a huge disadvantage. Number two, protein before calories. And number three, stress levels. Look at reducing your stress levels. That's going to have a positive impact on your overall health. And the thing is with this, folks, sleep and stress, right? Because you're stressed out, you're probably obviously going to be just not in a good place mentally. You're going to have lower energy levels due to sleep. If you just improve those, you will naturally have more energy to do the things you want to do. And then the burden of exercising your mind is not going to be a burden. You will eventually start doing it and eventually then you will realize, oh my God, I actually enjoy doing this. And then you will transition into this new version of yourself. And that's what we're looking for. So folks, I appreciate the love and support as always. One episode per week for the next, well, it'd be five years in total, another four years to go. And we're going to be up around 250 episodes at that stage. I'm growing this organically. If you know anybody who would benefit from this episode, please send it to him or her. And if you could share this on your socials, that would be hugely appreciate it much love and if you can put it on or if you can give the podcast a rating on spotify for me as well give me an honest rating you don't have to give me five stars because i'm cool and like such a nice guy and all that and ginger whatever you don't have to do that but i would appreciate it if you did do that okay (laughs) but besides that folks much love